knows even how long at this point? Five years? Um, that's the idea of the whole episode today. <laughs> Whoa! Time travel is what the show Lost is about. The show Lost is a show, you might think it's a show about an island, but this week it's a show about times traveling. Which is one of the big themes of the show, as I've discovered watching it. Y- yes. And, uh, one of the big themes of our lives is we travel through time in a straight yes. direction. We travel through time forward one second at a time. Uh, second by second, every second we go forward by a second. And every second counts. Every second counts. You think you can skip some seconds? No. No, no, no. You think sir. you can go into a coma? No, that's just a myth. That's, it's impossible. Nobody's ever really been in a coma, I don't think. At least, have you ever, has anyone ever been, like, told you that they were in a coma while they were doing it? No, never. Not uh-huh. while they're doing it. Yeah, check in, mate. How can you prove it if you can't experience it? Y- if you can't experience it, has it ever really happened? Exactly. Uh, by the way, this is the Island Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's our first episode in a month, and we're back. glad to be back in the saddle. My name's Bean. My name's James. And together we watch Lost in the Wrong Order. And this week we watched an episode of Lost as we do every week. Yeah, we watched uh, Season 4, Episode 5, The Constant, and it was actually good. It was good, my man. It was a good TV. What, uh... So we were we were hanging out with Desmond today. Today is a hangout with Desmond sort of deal. And like Desmond has a big issue. Desmond has a big problem. Uh, do you want to just start from the toppy top and yeah, go forward? Let's go from the very tip. Normally, normally we bounce back. We like do the f- present and we do the past uh-huh. separately. But these are so interconnected. We c- we can't. We, there's no other way to do it. Yeah. So the lads. So the lads. By the lads, I mean of course Desmond, our friend. Saeed, a cool guy, uh-huh. and Frank, old dirty shirt. Lapidus, dirty shirt, Lapidus, dirty. everyone's favorite. They're flying a helicopter through the sky. What sky? We don't quite know because it's been so long since we've seen the show. Uh huh. I be. think it's the same one. I think it's, you think it's the same one. It could, it's probably the same one. Well, but it's the night sky. That's true. It is. Uh, I they guess w- someone got knighted while we were away. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> something really funny happens right away, which is that um. Uh, a storm starts happening. Uh-huh. A storm comes literally out of nowhere. Big old storm. Frank just f- keeps beelining through the storm. Uh-huh. Said says, "Hey, why are you flying into directly into the thunderstorm?" Good question. Frank replies, "Just let me do my job." Good answer. <laughs> Great answer. Thank you, Frank, for your succinct uh, lifestyle choices. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a th- interesting way to put that. That's especially whenever his lifestyle choices to me are i guess they are succinct i guess because he chooses like not to wash a shirt and yep. whatnot he chooses to pilot a helicopter uh-huh. that's the most succinct thing you can do in your life but yeah i guess his whole life is succinct he doesn't mm. seem to spend a lot of time doing anything mm-hmm. <laughs> but when he but you need him to pilot boy let me tell you yeah he is that's sort of all he, that's how he identifies that he later Gets his whole outfit changed yeah, to fully just, identify just as a pilot. <laughs> just to make it absolutely clear that there's nothing else about him. Uh, so, he's flying through the storm, and they start hitting some turbulence, and they go, uh-oh, everybody hold on, and Desmond grabs his seat, and then smash cut to Desmond grabbing a different kind of seat, a long seat. Some call it a bed. A bed, yeah, a big old bed. A big old bed. And he's not alone in this room, in this bedroom. It's a big bedroom full of other other... Soldiers? A yelly man? A yelly man is yelling at him, 
and he's he, going, get up off of that thing and shake till you feel better. Um, and so uh, he actually like is a military man and he's shouting very funny military things. He's British and he shouts on your sodding feet. And he says sodding a lot. Yeah, he loves to say sodding. He loves to say sodding. And Desmond is very disoriented. Desmond, uh, all the other soldiers are standing. Desmond's still laying in bed. And the drill man is like, what's taking you so bloody sodding long to get up? Which is a good question. And guess what? Desmond's answer is, I was having a dream. It felt really real, and I was on a helicopter. Fair, good answer. Fair enough answer. And then the military man says something really, really funny to me. He says, well, at least it was a bloody military dream. Yeah, good <laughs> response by the military man. Thank you, military man. He knows, yeah, even in your sleep, you're still a soldier, Desmond. You're a soldier. you got to be a soldier in your dreams. If you join the military, you're a soldier at all times. But then, um, in the even waking, though... In the waking realm and the dreams realm. And after death, I imagine, as yes. well. Yes, you got to be a soldier up in heaven or hell. In heaven or hell, and mm -hmm. you fight for your team? You fight for your team? <laughs> if you go to hell, you got to fight heaven. You have to fight heaven, <laughs> and you lose every time. You're gonna take, you're, that's a big L that you're going to you take. You know what? This is still what Lost is about. This, it, it, <laughs> you know, we're still talking about our favorite <laughs> show, thankfully. Um, but the military man, even mm. though Desmond's dream is a military dream, mm -hmm. in theory, yeah. it's not really. There's a um, helicopter. <laughs> yeah. The military man goes, but uh, you and all your friends need to do twice as much this morning yeah. out in the rain. Because of how you screwed up. Military life. Ha ha. <laughs> and then uh, they're they're all doing uh, crunches in the mud and yeah, the rain. It's and so muddy and rainy. It's so gross and muddy and rainy. And uh, they're all doing it and they're all unhappy. And uh, the soldier next to Desmond is like, Hey, buddy, I hope your friggin' military dream about a helicopter was worth it because now we're all wet and soaked and I'm going to get mud all over my clothes because of you, It's weird, buddy. honestly. And Desmond says, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. I've never had a dream like that before. That dream felt so real. And then the guy was like, yeah, that's a fucking military dream, man. Yeah, You're a dude. soldier now. Of course. Welcome to soldier lifestyle. But then the teacher drill instructor catches them chatting and says, oh, you got something you want to fucking say, buddy? And Desmond says, well, actually, and then smash cut back to the helicopter. Back to the helicopter. And he's like, what? Yeah. He looks around and he starts to like unbuckle his helicopter seat. And Saeed is like, hey, Desmond, uh, are you okay? And Desmond says, who are you? How do you know my name? Where am I? Uh -huh. Desmond doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know where he is. He is completely disoriented. He has lost his whole memory. They uh, end up landing on the helicopter. No, they the helicopter ends up landing on the freighter. Uh-huh. And uh, they end up pulling, like, as Frank and Saeed are coming out, like, the military, the, like, I should specify, like. The, like, captain the, dude. The captain the... and, like, the crew of the the freighter, let's yeah. say, um, are coming out. And they're like, you brought these guys here? Who the heck are these guys? And it's all very chaotic. And Desmond is like, this isn't happening. You guys, like, I was, I'm in the military. You guys are not, like, where this am I? This is all a dream. This is all a dream. Explain to me what's happening. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to smash cut back to the military. Uh -huh. He's standing up in the rain and he's saying, and he finishes not his sentence. Not supposed to be here. Be here. Uh, I want to just clarify what's happening here. Uh -huh. 
Uh, Desmond's mind is getting fucking flung back and forth through time. Uh-huh. And that's funny and wild. It's sort of cool. It's they did a good job at this one. They did a good job. I also want to emphasize that, like, normally when we go back in time, we go, f- there's like a, like, it's like like when someone's remembering something, uh-huh. or even like when we're doing dumb sideways shit. Here he very much exists in both times. Yeah. And it's like, even though it's like back and forth in time, it's also sort of just a straight, like mm-hmm. the episode's chronology mm-hmm. is a, sort of a straight line, mm-hmm. despite uh, the two mm-hmm. times in which it takes place. And the way they handle like the editing is very interesting throughout the episode. Normally, like when you fl- go back in time, it's like slow zoom on Jack's face, let's say. Uh-huh. And then you hear like a woo shing sound that signifies remembering i guess uh-huh. and then it like you know just cuts and then like the whoosh kind of like falls out here it's always just like hard smash cuts it's cool it's very sudden and abrupt and like it goes immediately from like the camera is like panning around desmond as he's like freaking out smash cut to the camera is still panning around desmond as he's like standing up confused in the military uh-huh. uh it's very it's the only episode to do anything like this. Totally. It was a completely like, and it was great. Even for an episode, even they should do it again. They should. I mean, I think they try. I think here's what I think happened. I think they nailed this episode, and then they were like, "We should do a season about time travel." And then oh, they were, and then it was like, and it was the worst. It was. It was not. It was not as good as this yeah. episode at the very least. Uh, anyways, uh, Desmond standing up, wet in the military. Uh-huh. Wet in the military. Wet military Desmond. Wet military Desmond stands up, and the boy, the drill sergeant, is p. He's po'd. He said, "Why'd you stand up? What are you doing? You're supposed to be in the mud doing crunches." I'm telling you to friggin' do crunches, and you're standing up like a real bozo. Now you and your friends have to run. Get running, and uh, go, go, go. And then you know what? Desmond's just making life hard for everyone right mm-hmm. now by warping through time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desmond. Uh, so we cu- we cut to a little later, and every- everyone's kind of pissed at Desmond. This one guy, this one incredibly like British guy, is like, "What is happening? You're t- you're telling me that you're having a dream, and that's why you're ruined. Like, oh yeah, you're behaving this way. They're this in the back of a truck or something. Yeah, and he's like, "What do you mean you were on a helicopter? This is this is wacky. Like, did you like? Was there anything like you recognized there? What do you mean you left? Um." Desmond is like, well, there's one thing I recognize. There was a picture of my girlfriend Penny. Queenalope. Queenalope was there, and then he and then he immediately books it to. Uh, he leaves the truck, and then the fellow shouts at him, "Oi, Des, where you going?" There's a lot of good like military boys military yelling boys. at Desmond. A lot of if you like Desmond to get yelled at, this is the episode for you. He gets yelled at a ton. Yeah. Poor and guy. It's cute. If you ever wanted to yell at Desmond, you should watch this episode and yeah. picture yourself in anybody else's shoes. Exactly. Uh it's very big. Um uh so and then, yeah. What's next? Um I think we get another ki- we get another cut back. He, uh-huh. he I think someone oh, he goes to get a phone or something. He, what happens is he, I think someone bumps into him. He drops his change. He goes to pick it up and yeah. then that's the next cut back to the future. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He goes to pick it up and then people are like, "Whoa, easy. You're back on the freighter now and <laughs> don't worry about it." Welcome. Uh so basically they're going like, "All right, this guy he's very confused. This is scary. Let's take him to the sick bay, have the doctor look at him." Uh we <laughs> <laughs> a ve- a very wild uh this is where this is where the episode goes from like already pretty bonkers to extremely bonkers uh-huh. 
Uh, he goes in the, he's like, here, we're in the sick bay. Uh, just wait here and the doctor will come get you. They kind of lock oh, him in. Yeah. And then he goes, let me out, let me out. I'm confused and scared. I'm Desmond, but I don't know anything. I'm scared. <laughs> it's 1996. It's 1996, I think. For me, it's for I'm in the military still. And why is there a boat? Why are we on a boat? Why are we on a boat? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, then he hears a little voice going, hey. Hey, buddy, look over here, why don't you? Something to you do, buddy. I'm a bald man. I'm a, I'm a balding man, and I'm strapped to the table. I'm strapped to the table, and, oh, you are you seem confused. Oh, it's happening to you, too, isn't it? I uh, know what you're going through, bud. I, I getcha. Um, so we see this fella. His name is George Minkowski, uh-huh. and he, too, is having his consciousness warped through time. Uh, he, for a while, is out. He's just completely uh-huh. out, staring dead ahead. And then he kind of comes to, and he says, I was I was somewhere else, baby. Yeah. I was, that was pretty wacky, huh? Uh, and then the doctor comes in, and the doctor says, uh, Hi, Desmond, nice to meet you. And then Minkowski just starts shouting at hey, him. He's like, stop me, I'm not crazy. Yeah, you, you, thought I was, you thought I was crazy. Yeah, now it's happening to him, and it's going to happen to you too, buddy. It's going to happen to all of us. Don't yeah. you worry about it. And he's just like... Like being very unhelpful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, not a good look for this guy. Not a good look for this guy. Like he's like I don't know why the straps are necessary. Yeah, I understand. Well, I sort of get it. Eh. Uh, eh. Yeah, he's like fully like like just. No, I guess no. You're right. He's like got like three belts yeah. on him. He's like laid to the table. Like they're going to like torture him or something. Uh-huh. It looks fucked. I guess. Yeah, I wonder what he was trying to do because whenever he's not traveling back in time, he seems very like to have his wits about himself. Mm-hmm. He seems chill until Ray comes in and he just starts like rambling <laughs> yeah. and being like, "Yeah, I told you I'm I not guess crazy." He just keeps trying to kill this doctor. <laughs> he has so a big vendetta <laughs> against the doctor. And to be fair, the doctor does jam him with a syringe yeah. and knocks him out. And then Desmond, Desmond immediately says, what the hell is going on? Ah, this is wacky. And the doctor says, it's okay. Calm down. I'm, it's all good. I'm just here to help. And Desmond, <laughs> this is maybe the hi- hi- comedy highlight of the episode for me, uh, is Desmond says, well, you better not poke me with that syringe there, buddy. And then the doctor very conspicuously says, oh, I, this, I, I'm... I'm not gonna poke you with anything, and then sets the syringe down. Like clearly was like he was. That was his whole intention. He was wholly going to fucking try he to was poke. Stoked that to poke. <laughs> this guy stoked to poke, dude. Is this guy that one guy who loves to do stick and poke tattoos? Because he is stoked. He's to poke. stoked to poke, and it is very cheap. And the tattoos look bad. The tattoos don't look good, but you know what? It's <laughs> it's the mile end, baby. <laughs> Sometimes you get a stick and poke it's of a the pizza. Boat, baby. It's Welcome the boat. to the boat. Well, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I love to poke, and we're having fun. We're having fun out here. Here, Th- let me shine this light in your let eye. Let me shine this light in your eye. Let me help you out. Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Desmond. And Desmond says, my name is, and then he passes out again. Yeah. <laughs> once again. Uh, once again, binky boy time for Desmond. He's and then he's in the phone booth? He is... On his way to the phone booth, he decides, all right, I need to call Penny. I'm going to call my girlfriend. And he does the call. And De- and Penny's like, fuck off. You broke up with me to join the military. Yeah. This sucks. And Desmond's trying to be like, but no, uh, something's happening to me and I'm scared. Oh, no, what's happening? I'm confused. But 
Penny just thinks Desmond's being like a weirdo dick. Uh-huh. So, so understandably, Shut Penny Shut up, idiot, and then she hangs up. Mm-hmm. And then we get one more... Uh, <laughs> we get one more uh, snap uh, of the fingers, and they're back in it. Uh, uh, back in the boat? Back on back on boat time. We're back in the boat. Uh, it's, it's island time, baby. And Desmond was like in the middle of saying a sentence mm-hmm. that he was saying in the past, mm-hmm. and then he says it in the future. Mm-hmm. Then the doctor's like, oh, did you go somewhere? Yeah. And then... Then Lapidus comes. Lapidus and Said come through, uh-huh. and they lock the and they lock the door behind them, and they say, "Listen, we've got a phone. This guy needs to talk to Daniel Faraday, who's back on the island." Uh-huh. Uh, and and Ray's like, "Well, freaking no, he can't. He's no. my patient. I want to poke him with a syringe." The doctor, you get out of here, Lapidus. Why'd you bring a stranger into my house? You bring a stranger into my house. This guy. And Said strong arms the doctor and says, no. And then the doctor hits an alarm and suddenly it's going, bam, bam, bam. And it's everything, everybody's all screaming and chaotic and it's wacky. And through all this, Desmond is trying to talk to Daniel Faraday on Uh the phone. On one of those big, not smartphones, but like those bricks. Satellite phone. Satellite phone. That's exactly right. Uh, And Daniel Faraday is saying like, hi, Desmond, it's me, Daniel Faraday. We met. You don't remember that. You're going through time. What year do you think it is? It's 1996. Here's what I need you to do. Here's how we can help you. Go back in time to uh, Oxford, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oxford, Tennessee. Oxford, Tennessee. No, rather Oxford, England, I guess. Oxford University. Oxford University. Go back to Oxford University. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be young. Here's some numbers to tell me in the past. We can help you. And uh, also, if I don't believe it, here's another thing. Say say you know about elves. Yeah. And Desmond's like, what? I can't really hear you at all. I'm going to write down the numbers. Oh, gosh. And then snap. Back to the past. Back to the past. And Des- then he just he, leaves. He just leaves. He go- He's like, wakes up clutching the phone in the phone booth. And then he's just like, well, I'm in Oxford now. Yeah, exactly. It's really funny how like his whole existence in these things is like, or his existence in the present and like the 2004 version mm-hmm. is so linked to like one afternoon it really and his is. existence in the past is just like ah we can jump time whenever yeah, we want exactly exactly it's pretty funny yeah uh so he spends the day i guess traveling from scotland to oxford uh-huh. and he gets there and there's a young daniel faraday long hair beautiful flowing hair it's weird and he's a fucking dickhole he's a little prick he's a little he's a little professor. jerk we see him like shouting at a student He's like, that's not good enough for me, you stupid idiot. I'm a theoretical physicist I, who, I, my brain is going to melt soon. My brain is so big and yours is so tiny. You got I, a tiny little brain. Mine is huge. You, you, I'm a real smarty pants and I know every freaking thing. My pants are so smart. My pants are so smart, but they're not as smart as my big old honking brain. Yeah. And the student leaves and Desmond walks up and says, hey, are you Daniel Faraday? You sound like Daniel Faraday yeah. to me. And Dan says, "Have we met?" Desmond says, "Like I'm the from future. I'm from the future, and y- you sent me back here to help me." Uh, Daniel brings up a very good point, which is, "Why didn't I just help you in the future? Why do, Why am I yeah. putting you through the headache of time travel?" Smartass Daniel. Smartass Daniel is like, "Oh, this must be one of my one of my fucking dumbass colleagues must be pulling a funny prank on me." Well, I don't like jokes. I hate this. I'm serious and smart, and I hate jokes, and you, sir, are joking to me. And then Desmond's like, numbers, numbers, numbers here's numbers. the numbers you told me. And Daniel says, you 
how the frick do you know about numbers? And then Desmond I'm the goes, I know about Eloise. I'm the only person who can count on numbers. Uh, my brain's smart, and yours is not that Desmond smart. Desmond knows. It's something point some two point something 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 and 11 hertz. And 11 hertz. And then he says, I know about Eloise. And then Daniel immediately is convinced. Young follow Daniel. Follow me. Follow me. And he takes him to a lab. Follow me. Everything is all right. I will take you back to in time to 2.342 and 11 hertz. hertz. Daniel Faraday has long hair. Yeah, <laughs> so we wrote a song. You wrote a song. Well, while that scene was taking place, mm. and we just performed it for you. Yes, that was <laughs> our performance, and I we hope you enjoyed it because and it's authentic. <laughs> and then they arrive in uh, Faraday's mm. lab. It's Faraday's lab, and what's happening in Faraday's lab is he has a big old maze, a big old beam of light, and a rat. Uh huh. And he's like, the rat is Eloise. The rat is Eloise, and he says, "Well, listen, let me put the numbers in that you gave me, and if this is correct, well, this is all gonna be freaking pretty, pretty freaky. So let's just see what happens." Uh, he puts on a vest, uh huh, and says, "I need this because I do this like a hundred times a day." And Desmond says, well, shouldn't you put something on your head, too? And Daniel Faraday just says, shut up, idiot. I'm smart. <laughs> but it's Daniel's right. Daniel's or no, Desmond's I mean, right. Desmond is right. Mm-hmm. It's implied that this is how Daniel Faraday ended up frying his brain. He should have put something on his head. He put a He's ha- really stupid. He should have put a hockey helmet on. Yeah, exactly. Or even just like a little Tin beret. Hat. A little beret, maybe. Even. A little beret. Just a little beret or a toque. A toque. A beret. A beret. A baguette. Instead, he wears n- only his. He hopes only his long, flowing locks uh-huh. will protect him from the whatever radiation he's doing. Uh, so he aims. Maybe that'll protect him from girls. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roasted, dude. Loser. Oh my god, Daniel is a, a little baby nerd. Little baby dweeb. Little dweeb. I'm gonna give Daniel Faraday a wedgie, and you can count on that. I will. Oh my god, he's gonna vine it. <laughs> Boy, it's going right on vine. And it's going to get so many views. Views for days. Views for days. On the get biggest Vine compilation we know. Yes. Oh, boy. I love to be on Vine compilations. One day we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get this podcast on Vine someday. But you know where Eloise needs to get? Yes. The future. The future, apparently. So uh, Daniel Faraday shoots a l- big old beam of light at Eloise. Doesn't look very good. No, it, it looks bad. It actually. looks like a corny like oh, gel. Uh, he shoots a beam of light at the rat. The rat kind of like is gone and then is back. Runs the maze perfectly. The whole time Daniel's like following yes, the maze around. Yes, he's going, yes, oh yes. my gosh, I can't go, go, go. You can do it. I believe in you. It's weird. Uh, and then Desmond's like, what's the big deal? It's just a fucking rat running through a freaking maze. I don't give a fuck about this at all. But uh, Faraday's like, well, you should give a fuck about it, you stupid idiot loser, because I just built the maze this morning, and I don't teach Eloise how to run it until an hour from now. So, boom, time travel's real, idiot. I just invented time travel thanks to your help, so uh, pretty cool. stupid. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, you suck. You are a big, dumb goober. So, uh, <laughs> we cut back to the boat. Uh-huh. Uh, Desmond is, uh, he's getting the phone wrestled away from him. Uh, everybody's all chaotic. And we see Saeed, like, with oh. his fist ready to go to punch he's the doctor. He's ready to punch a man. He's ready to punch, just clock the doctor. 
and it <laughs> looked corny. It's so weird. It looks really silly. Desmond, like, Saeed, like, one of the most, like, capable fighters. Yeah. Just being like, ooh, I'm gonna get you. Well, and he's wielding his fist as if it were a gun. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be... Or as if it's, like, a nuke or something. Yeah. As if he punching the man in the face will ruin everything. <laughs> will yeah. cause, like irreversible damage it's really it's really something to see when like everyone's fighting yep it's just it's just, it's just very silly yeah uh i kind of forget how this resolves um, I, like is, it, is everybody just like well okay we got the phone from you we're locking you in here yeah that is what happens That's, they just lock saeed and frank desmond. in here not frank just saeed and desmond yeah. and 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 the other crazy guy the, the wacky george guy. george yeah yeah um so uh George catches wind, like, oh, did you say your name's Desmond? Well, listen, I'm the radio communications guy on the boat. All communications go through me. And guess what? We keep getting a call from someone, and we're told, you know, don't ever answer that. That's the order. Don't ever answer this particular call. But guess what that call is? It's your friggin' GF, buddy. It's, it's Queenalope it's calling for Desmond, eh? Queenalope calling and asking... Hello, is this Monday there? And they say, nope, still don't know where he is. <laughs> don't know where that guy is. Never met him before, but here he is. Uh, and so they say, whoa, can, does that mean we can uh, call Puinalope? Does that mean we can get out of here? And Minkowski says, uh, oh, no, that doesn't happen just yet. We get another cut before then. Uh, I'm jump. I'm just like much like What's this episode. I'm cut? The next cut is oh, he's still in the fucking thing. He's still in the he's still in Daniel Faraday's and like Eloise's lab. Dead. Eloise has died, and and Daniel's like, I guess her brain short circuited from going through time. Desmond says, Is that gonna happen to me? Faraday says, I don't know, buddy. It's never. I, it's all pretty. Wha- it's all pretty news to me. And then Daniel kind of lays out uh. Lay, lays out theory. Lays out some science for uh-huh. us. Some hard cold facts. <laughs> he says, some "Listen, science. Yeah, here's some real. Here's some real researched science." He says, uh, "Here's what I think happened to Eloise. She didn't have anything when she was hopping back and forth in time. Uh, there was nothing familiar for her there. She went back. She went forward in time, and everything was different. She uh-huh. comes back in time. Everything is different. And so eventually, her brain just." short-circuited effective effectively uh-huh. uh that's what i think is happening to her and that's what i think is happening to you as well uh you see you're getting a little bit of a nosebleed you're probably going to um uh what you need to do is uh uh he <laughs> what he says is really silly he says see all this all this wacky equations this is all variables it's random uh-huh. and chaotic but every equation needs a constant, and right now, Desmond, you don't have a constant. There's nothing back here that you recognize, and there's nothing in the for- in the future that you recognize. So eventually, you're just gonna go boop goodbye. And Desmond says, "Well, listen. There's one thing that's in the past and the future, and it's my cool girlfriend who I love." Oh, <laughs> Desmond. And Desmond, you know what I like about. Sorry to sorry to cut you short. No, 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 go. But so Penny's essentially Desmond's constant. Mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. needs to and he needs to talk to her in both mm-hmm. realms to establish the constant connection, I yes, guess. Yes, exactly. But what I find interesting is the assumption that or the thing they're putting forward that the rat doesn't have a constant mm-hmm. as if the rat 
in <laughs> the now is like hanging out in Faraday's lab and in the future is what? Like going through the sewers or something? <laughs> the rat is still in the lab. Yeah, I don't know what. It's still hanging out with Faraday. Nothing is really different. Yeah, in fact, we know the rat dies like an hour later. Yeah, like, what's so the rat doing in the future? Yeah, what's this exactly. hypothetical future where the rat is like just making way many new friends? It's weird. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, I don't recognize. I don't recognize. I don't recognize my home. I don't recognize my own cage. Yeah, exactly. The only place I live. That's like if someone took a nap and they woke up after two hours. <laughs> they were like, oh my god, <laughs> everything is different. The <laughs> clock says a different time. <laughs> I'm. I'm. What year is it? Yeah. It must be 2004. This person moved from the living room to the kitchen. Well, my entire sense of reality is <laughs> yeah. upended. I just don't know what to do I about this. I don't have a constant. I have no constant. But uh, uh, So we established that yeah. Desmond needs the constant or else he will die. That's exactly. The titular constant. The, the titular constant. The titular constant. Uh, so... Goes back to uh, I have a lot of sad faces in <laughs> in throughout my notes. The first one says Des is scared. Sad face. Des is sad at Penny. Sca- sad face. And then the third one, which is now, is Desmond is old. Sad face. He is. He old catches a now. glimpse of himself in the mirror and he goes, "Oh my gosh, I have a beard and long hair. Whereas in the past, I'm young and handsome and trim. Oh. What the heck is happening?" And George is like, "Yeah, that's pretty wacky. It's gonna start happening harder and faster. Anyways." Let me free, and I can take you guys to where the freaking communications station is, and we can uh, try to contact your constant. Uh-huh. And so they go there, and they're and Minkowski's like talking, and just drops, plunks right on the gr- ground. Oh. And uh, he like he pretty much dies. He pretty much dies. He dies, and then later he like comes he back. He comes and back and for a second. He comes back for a second, and then dies again. He comes back and does like sputtering and he's like bleeding like uh-huh. out of his nose a lot and he goes oh no and then he dies again for real he dies time. twice he dies twice dead Mankowski dies again uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the worst movie ever it's <laughs> <laughs> not a good movie <laughs> Did you see Dead Minkowski dies again? No. The first Dead Minkowski <laughs> was already the least interesting thing I've ever seen. It was a funeral. It was literally just a documentary about a funeral. Sounds bad. Sounds like you're eavesdropping on a really private personal moment yeah, for the Minkowski exactly. family. Doesn't seem doesn't seem like something I want to go to the movies to see. When I go to the movies, I want to see Superman do something cool. Yeah, totally. Uh, That's every movie I see is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Superman. That man, he's super. Superman. Super, he's a superb man. Aww. So, uh, Minkowski dies, and he says, listen, this is going to happen to me if we don't do this quickly. And Syed says, all right, don't worry. I'm going to rig up a phone. Quick, I'm going to fix this. And listen, uh, you better remember that phone number because we need it. And then cut back to the present. Or the past, rather. Oh, yeah. The 1996. Uh, we get a... <laughs> An auction. We get an auction is what we get. Um, Desmond basically is au- says, all right, time to find my constant. Uh, I better tr- I try tries calling Penny. Penny's number is disconnected. Uh-huh. So it goes to an auction. Who's at this auction? Charles Whitmore. Charles Whitmore. And Charles Whitmore is betting on the diary of someone who was doing the, uh, the Black Rock, I yeah. think. Who was on that boat. Yes. An old artifact. An old artifact. From the Black Rock, the uh, boat that went missing. The boat that went missing. And they found it. And the, and or all they found was this 
ledger. They all they found it was, was found in like Madagascar years later. Yes, and so so Widmore is bidding on it because he presumably wants to find as much dirt on the island as he wants. Uh-huh. But then there's also all these other auctioneers who are bidding on it. There's like a there's like six people who are paying. Who are offering over $200,000 for this ledger. I really like the implication that there's, like, this whole world of weirdo billionaires yeah, that are trying exactly. to find this. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, a hobby of billionaires. Just just like, oh, there's a magic island that warps your brain through time? I better get a slice of that. I want to go there, I, I guess. That's, that's fucking weird. That's where I want to go. When everyone knows it's a lot te- cheaper to just buy a ticket for f- Oceanic Flight 815. Mm-hmm. They should have they thought of that. That's what they should have done. Oceanic flight four eight fifteen sixteen twenty three forty two. Yeah, any of those will do the trick. Yeah, any, just do anything. Just take any form of transport that has any of the numbers, and then Jacob, J- Jacob will fucking Jacob figure will it out. Bring you. Jacob will get you. Jacob's got you, dude. Uh, so, uh, he f- succeeds at this auction, and then goes back and sees, oh, here, hey, Desmond, what's up? Walk with me. And then the next scene is Desmond patiently watching Charles oh. Widmore take a cool piss. Yeah, he pees. He pisses in a urinal, and Desmond is just, like, standing there watching him do that, which is very wild to me. Like, I get that Widmore's a dick, but, like, this, like, goes beyond. It's cool. I think it's cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a, a power move. It's a heck of a power just move. come watch me pee. And then, well, and then they have a conversation. Yes. And we'll say the conversation. But then he does another power move after. Yes. That's uh, cool, too. It's very cool. Widmore is super cool. Yeah. Number one cool guy, Widmore. Uh, He says, says, once you're done watching me piss, let's talk about why you're here. (laughs) And Desmond says, I need uh, Penny's address. I need you to tell me how to get in touch with Penny. And Charles Widmore just kind of roasts him and says, you know, you abandoned her and you were shitty to her. So... Uh, and Desmond says, "Well, why do you ha- why do you hate me so much, Mr. Widmore? Why do you freaking hate me so much?" And Widmore says, "Listen, I don't hate you. It's my daughter that hates you. Here's her address. She'll tell you herself." And then she le- and then he leaves the bathroom and leaves the water running. He in leaves the, sink, the water running in the sink, which is very wacky. It's cool. So he wants to make Desmond turn off his sinky water. That's <sighs> mean. You know, it was yeah. Man, rich people, dude. They're on another level. They're they trying They're trying to harvest electromagnetism, time travel powers mm-hmm. from a mysterious island. Trying to buy a book. Trying to buy a book. Leaving the water running. It's ridiculous. What kind of a lifestyle? <laughs> you think Jeff Bezos is trying to find the island? Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> I hope and so. Elon Musk. You know Elon Musk is trying to find the island. Uh, and the guy from Virgin owns the island. Oh, he does. It's his. That's wh- that's how th- we haven't talked about the finale yet, but that's the finale. That's what happens. He buys the island. He <laughs> the, the, the Jack sells the. I- he says Jack says screw this island. I'm sell I'm selling it and making my getaway. And Mr. Virgin comes along and says, mm, "Name your price." <laughs> 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 and he fills out a check, and then that's the end of the episode. Mm, name your price. <laughs> Iconic uh, moment in Lost history is awful. when is I when, love it is when J- Jack names his price. Jack is on Shark Tank, right? Uh, <laughs> is he? I hope so. Yeah. Jack goes on Shark Tank and he tries to sell Echo's um, <laughs> Bible stick. <laughs> <laughs> they say, "What is the business purpose of this?" And he says, "Looks pretty cool, huh?" <laughs> yeah, you can beat the shit out of someone with it. Yeah, it's a tool of violence, but also has the Bible on it, so it's kind of like it makes you really think. Yeah, this is the stick that turns drug dealers into priests. <laughs> That's what is it does. Is that not enough for is, you? Is that not enough? And not it's it for Mark Cuban. It's not. En- no, it's never it's enough. Not. <laughs> Marco Cabano. Mm, that's him. Marco Polo? 
Now who's Los Poyos Hermanos. <laughs> now we're just saying some stuff. Uh-huh. Now we're just saying some Breaking Bad references. <laughs> the what's the chicken joint that Hurley owns? Oh shit! Like, I want to say like Clucks something, Mister Clucks, I think. Something like that. Something like that. It's good. It's good. I'd eat there. I would eat there. I am definitely craving some fried chicken. Me too. You want to get some fried chicken? Yeah, let's go. Well, only if only I only eat at. Let's play Os Hermanos and Mr. Clucks. Okay, yeah, you only own only ones that are owned by an alternate timeline philanthropist. Yes, and also a massive criminal drug organizer. Yeah, I mostly on it. I'm gonna be honest. The Los Poyos Hermanos one is because I don't really like chicken that much, but yeah. I love meth. Oh boy! Well, then you're gonna love it when the biggest meth dealer in town sits down, and the manager talks to him and says. This is says drug deal stuff to him. Drug deal. Yes, I will. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hear that and you're gonna go, wow, this is cool. <laughs> this is <laughs> I better not order anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then the, my brother in law, the DEA agent, gets involved. He's gonna get involved and he's gonna say, What the heck is going on? This is up with this look, BS. Looks like this chicken shack's really broken bad. Yeah. And then he goes and puts on his sunglasses and does a spin, spin up, but spin He does a big jump and somersaults into the sky. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good show. Great show. You I mean, watch it. I mean, th- 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 people talk about the golden age of television. Nothing beats break the scene in Breaking Bad when Hank says "bedoink" and then "bedoink" <laughs> and then somersaults into the sky after he realizes <laughs> Walt is the, his his brother in law is the kingpin he's been searching Ba-doink. for this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> We all re- we all remember <laughs> oh the moment, just iconic TV moment. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the show Breaking Bad, which is similar to the show Lost. How did we get okay? Television. So Whitmore made that was it. Yeah. Whitmore made um, <laughs> Desmond <laughs> turn off a tap, <laughs> yeah. and then Desmond tries to turn off the tap, and then boop, back in the present, and says, "Oh no, I still don't remember the number. Oh no!" But then he goes back to the past uh-huh. and he wakes up. And says, "All right, time Let's to go. Let's go see Penny. Let's go see Penny." And he knocks on the, he knocks on the friggin' door and says, the "Door of Penny." And says, "Hey, Penny, it's me, Desmond." And Penny says, "I'm friggin' changed my address and number so that you would not do this, so that you couldn't find me. I don't want to see you, Desmond. I don't. I'm not impressed. Goodbye." And Penny, Desmond says, "Wait, wait, wait. Listen." And then we get like a pretty fucking good scene uh-huh. of Desmond being like. I know I fucked up. I know I'm I know I ruined everything. But and I know this doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense to me, but I need your phone number because I need to call you in 8 years. And Penny's like that's completely bonkers. How do I know you're not going to call me like tomorrow? How do I know you're not going to call me tonight? And Desmond's like teary-eyed and saying like I won't call you ever until 8 years. Christmas Day 2004. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, Even 2004. Uh, that's when I will call you. You can't change your number. Just please give me your number. And does and Penny's just like, if I give you the number, will you leave? Yeah. And Desmond says yes. And Penny gives him the number. And, and he leaves. He leaves. He's like slamming on the door and being like, you gotta, I please, you gotta do it. You gotta believe me. I'm not crazy, Penny. You gotta believe me. And then boop, back in the present. 
and d- and say then the president does Saeed's like, "What's that number, you idiot?" Hey, you don't remember the number? Give me the. N- I got the whole phone rigged up. Don't know how much long the battery's gonna the last. The battery's gonna die. The battery's gonna die. You What's need to give the me the number, number right now, and dude. Call her. Just call her, dude. <laughs> call yeah, her. Yeah. This is this is what happens. Is that is Des- Saeed puts his hand on his shoulder and says, "Call her, dude. Dude, <laughs> call her. She." Go to her. <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> to go to her, dude. I every woman I ever loved got killed. <laughs> so you gotta follow your heart, dude. You gotta follow your heart until the lady that you love gets killed. Go to her. <laughs> the only way to be sad is so that is when your lady dies. Yeah. So you gotta be sad later. You gotta be sad later. Go to her. And he does. He phones her. He phones her, and uh, boy, this is the scene everyone remembers from the episode. Yeah, because it's uh, <laughs> it's just a teary-eyed, fucked-up-looking Desmond, and like, uh, and it's like ringing. It rings. I want to say it rings for like a rings full for minute. A while. It rings yeah. for a fucking long time, and then it clicks, and it and it and it's Penny, and Desmond just like, oh my god, is that you? I can't believe it. Uh, and they're just like teary. They're both like just like bawling. Uh-huh. They're both like. Uh, like it's really fucking super well acted. They're like cr- crying and they're just like, "I love you." I can't believe you really called me eight years later. That's so wacky. <laughs> and Desmond is like, "Uh, this call." Like we also learn that Desmond is like, "Uh, like Penny's just like, I've been searching for you for three years. Where are you?" And Desmond gets his faculties back. He uh-huh. goes, "Oh, I've been on an island for years now. Uh, I'm right now on a freighter. Uh, I like." So clearly, this call is has worked. Uh-huh. He's done it. He's talked to his constant in the past and the present, and so now he's better. And uh, it's a hell of a scene. It's good. It's good. It's, it's a, a beautiful scene. It's a beautiful scene. It's like de- and this is Penny's like decked out Christmas style. Penny uh-huh. has a big old Christmas tree just to make it extra like fucking like I don't even know what. And this is a good example of like what they stop doing later where mm-hmm. the like what people remember about the scene is this big emotional thing between mm-hmm. Penny and Desmond and mm-hmm. it's like so much interesting sort of sci-fi stuff is happening around that mm-hmm. but what resonates is like a personal connection. Mm-hmm. The and then so 2 years later in season 6 whenever they're like Jacob is God yeah. and the temple is killing Saeed. Everyone's yeah. like, we don't give a shit. Yeah. This, not, this is not the world we live in anymore. No, it's because uh, the like person, the person, the people aren't there. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Whereas in this episode, even though it revolves all around like wacky ass time, it, like this is the first episode that really fully introduces the idea that like time travel is a real thing uh-huh. that is going to happen sometimes. Uh, and that's like so. That remains outrageous for uh-huh, any show totally. to try to pull off to try to introduce time travel. Even a show as wacky as Lost is like, how are you gonna like? How are you gonna stick that landing? And the answer is by like, even though it's got wacky time travel shit, mm-hmm. at the core is this l- relationship that you really care about. Yeah, and, and it's like the they are offsetting how like Buck Wild the. The stakes are with mm. like the their plotting and mm. the time travel stuff with how Buckwild the stakes are with like Desmond and this lady mm-hmm. he's been like searching for for so long yeah. and she's been searching for him for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get one giant like climax with their relationship mm-hmm. and another giant. I hesitate to say climax, but it's like you have two large peaks yeah. of like 
plotting and also story i guess yeah and it works like uh, and yeah so it works in the grand scheme of like penny's been looking for desmond forever mm-hmm. uh this is their first time talking in however long and it also works internally because like for the structure of the si- the single episode for like as this is such a like like this episode is so good at being like self-contained uh-huh. even though it like relies on some like knowledge it's so like tight in a way that like lost almost never is in a way that, like, because I feel like so, I think it really benefits from having, like, the, the like, past stuff be so integrated with the the present stuff. Uh-huh. Because instead of having, like, a flashback where it's, like, it like the flashbacks really will kill the momentum of, a, of the show sometimes. Totally. Or it's, like, here's some interesting stuff that's happening on the island. I wonder if it's going to happen. Oh, well, you know, Kate has a cop, I guess. Yeah, uh, totally. It's, like, these are two completely yeah. unrelated things. Yeah, it's, like, like sometimes it really feels like we're, it's just, like, here's another show within this yeah. show, a completely I different show. I can't do Taco Tuesday. And it's, it's like, like, that one ruined that whole episode for us yeah exactly it was a pretty there was some fun stuff happening but like then another show happened where kate can't do a talk yeah and it's like that fucking sucks whereas whereas this episode is so just like it feels like i don't want to get too hyperbolic but like it really fucking is tight in a way that lost is not yeah totally feels exceptionally tight it is very good and it has that great emotional climax that's like super well acted by both uh, Henry and Cusick and Sonia Walger, I think is her name. Penny Sonia. actress, Queenalope. Queenalope and uh, Desmond. 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 Uh, great episode. Yeah. Oh wait, that's not it. I don't think we're done. I think Desmond. So Desmond, like they, they're like. After they they're done talking, they like uh, start like quickly, quickly being like, "Oh, I love you. I'm so like I love you. I love so much. So much. I love you. I love you. And I love you too." Ah. And then like the call drops out. But Desmond is good, and there's a really funny thing that I want to highlight in this scene. Uh, as much as I love this scene, classic lost moment for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, when the phone is ringing, we kind of cut back to the past where like young Desmond is walking away from Penny's apartment, and he's uh-huh. kind of like kind of bummed and being like i don't know if this is gonna work this is wacky and then like as like it rings we see desmond kind of like get hit with something and like young desmond Uh get hit with something and then he just kind of like does a weird smirk and keeps walking Mm -hmm. i want to know what the rest of young desmond's life i know (laughs) i after that moment it's like what do you do what do you do after you fucking leap forward in time i guess you try and sail around the world i guess you try to fucking buy a boat from libby and then yeah. sail around the oh, world yeah. <laughs> crazy just regular stuff um so uh desmond says thanks saeed for your help i recognize you again we're friends and i love it uh the final scene of the show is daniel faraday flipping through his notebooks oh, yeah. and he sees a little note that says if anything goes wrong desmond hume will be my constant and that's the cliffhanger we end yeah. on uh great episode great episode uh this episode like we love it but also it's a very acclaimed episode as Uh well uh it's so acclaimed in fact uh i want to mention that um uh there was a list that i think the ringer did Uh earlier this year that was basically the their like 100 favorite episodes since the year 2000 100 favorite episodes of the century so far Uh of just all television and their number one episode was the constant. No way. Indeed. So this is the best episode of Lost. This is in this. There's definitely a strong case to be made for this to be the like best episode of Lost. Oh, Cause that's it, cool. Because it's tight in a way that none of the other episodes are. Yeah. It's so like just like crisp and contained, even though it also is incredibly silly. Uh huh. It really is like 
I remember like most of season four was like pretty cranked, and I uh-huh. was like, I don't know about this show anymore. And then the constant happened, and I was like, oh, the this show is like them doing all their shit and it working. Exactly. Once. This is like yeah. I like I I don't like it. It's just yeah, I love this episode. It's cool. Great. Well, uh, I have a couple questions Hit for me. you. Me and the people at lostpedia.fandom.com. Oh, yes. Well, th- see, this uh, th- I know this episode probably raised a lot of questions, right? And, and I'm just wondering if we ever get answers to these questions. Do you, wanna, do you want a question? Uh, please ask me a question. What is the nature of the island's time dilation? Uh, f- fucks them up really proper. Um, boy, I'm really interested to hear if there's like a concrete fucking paragraph. It's weird. It is caused by a heavy amount of exotic matter in the island, sure. which produces a Casimir effect encompassing the island's electromagnetic radius, mm. affecting the island's sense of space-time. Y- uh, you know, that's a little... That's better than I thought it would be, honestly. Yeah. I definitely thought it was going to be way more just like, there's a light, yeah. who knows? At least it's not, like, ambiguous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unknown. What are Kimi and Omar's jobs on the freighter mission? They're soldiers, aren't they? Kimi, yeah, they're mercenaries. Kimi, so we see some of Kimi in this episode. I think this is our introduction to Kimi, and Kimi's like fine and nice. He seems nice. He's yeah. regular, and then at the like we also have seen episodes later in the season where he's just fully he's a psycho. Crazy. He's, he's, he murders everyone. He just like is like it's time to kill, boys. We're killing, and I yeah. love to kill. But here today, he's fine. But it's this says they are mercenaries ordered to bring warfare into onto the island. Uh, okay. Why That's did fair. Faraday say you can't change the future? Uh, because you can't, buddy. Yeah, Faraday has learned through a study of physics that whatever happened, happened. Yes. And time can't be changed. That's... Although Desmond is a mild exception to this rule. <laughs> I like the term mild I to love downplay the words exception to this rule. Yeah, that's really good. I love a good mild exception. Who opened the door to let Desmond and Saeed out? Oh, yes, that's right. Um, that would have been Michael, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was been? Michael. Yeah, we know Michael's the friend on the boat. Why did Charles Whitmore bid on the Black Rock Journal? Because he wants to fucking take a vacay on the island, dude. Yeah. How does Penny know about the island and Desmond's presence on it? That I don't remember. Unanswered. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say it seems like it's because she's Whitmore's daughter. But that makes sense to me. Yeah. These are all sensible questions with sensible enough answers. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. This is the last one. What was the significance of Faraday's writing that Desmond would be his own constant? Oh, shit. This is, this, I'm going to guess that this is an ambiguous one. I remember them not following up on this. Um, Faraday's encounter with Desmond bolstered his time travel studies, and he determined that Desmond was uniquely, miraculously special, and that the normal rule of time didn't apply to him. Although technically a different matter, Faraday later turned to Desmond for help in stabilizing the island's time flashes. So that's weird. Pretty convoluted. That's, that doesn't, doesn't feel like an answer to me. No, <laughs> not to me either, but... Are you telling, is, is is their answer to the question the question? I yes. think that's what it is. That is what it is. That's what they've done? All right. You know what that is to me? What's that? That's random. That's just random. That's just chaotic. Like variables, it's chaotic. And speaking of variables, what do you say uh, you go to the variables.com? Wait variables.com, our favorite 
variable number generator. We no, random.org. You yeah. know it. You love it. Random.org. Uh, High-speed delivery of random numbers. Love just random chaos. Um, I put in 1 to 60, and I got 42. 42. Let's take a look at what 42 has to offer. 42. Okay. We're going... S- hope you like time travel, because we're going back to season 5. Okay. This is season 5, episode 5. The title is... This place is death. Sounds fun to me. Sounds fun to me. It's a Sun and Gin episode. We're going to see Sun and Gin, and they're going to be hanging out, having fun. Drinking gin in the sun. (laughs) Honestly, all I want to do is drink gin in the sun. I want a gin in the sun. Gonna drink gin in the sun. Gin, sun, gin, sun. Oh, that's the show. My friends, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Thank you for having us um, on your iPod devices on your iPod Touch, your iPod Shuffles, your, your iPod Nanos, iPod Classic, your iPod Classic, your iPod Go Go, your iPod Twisty, your iPad, your iPad Air, I've had many, and of course your iPad Microsoft. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Your Microsoft device. Pad. I love Microsoft's Pad. What do you say we? <laughs> Uh, do the classic wrap-up things. Yeah. Uh, gosh, it's been... I've got to shake off the old while. rust on this one. Yeah. It's been a minute. Uh, so, social media stuff. I've been Bean. You can follow me at Barrier Trio. You can follow James Brown at at James Brown or visit his comings and goings at jamesbrown.space. That's space. Uh, he's got a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, another podcast called Lovable Favorites. He's got a local show in Montreal called Squad Laughs that happens every month or so. None this month, but next month probably. Next month, yeah. Next month, I reckon. Yeah. One uh, just happened, and then in January we'll do it again. Oh, boy. I'm ready for that. I love to laugh. Uh, me too. Uh, then you can follow the show at facebook.com slash theislandshuffle, or you can follow us on Twitter at islandshuffle. Where for updates on our latest eps and all kinds of funny lost shenanigans. If you want to see a single pick from the show, then you should follow those yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> those accounts. Uh, lastly, I will say, give us a friggin' rating on iTunes yeah, or whatever if you please. want. That'd be cool. That'd be nice. And we also wanted to shout out the Noisepace.xyz network, which we are hosted upon. Uh, featuring all kinds of great podcasts. Uh, in our time that we left, there are two new podcasts that have joined the fray. It's popping off. It's popping off. We've got Fear Baiting, which is a horror movie podcast from a queer perspective. And uh, we've also got The Wonder Yerks, which is an Animorphs podcast. Aww. So uh, it's never been a better time to listen to Noisepace.xyz and all of the related podcasts that are on there because it's good. Cool. It's good stuff. Uh, that's the show. I pretty sure i'm not missing anything that's the whole spiel we've done it we've been here i've been dean i've been jay thank you so much for listening to our little 